0: This is a Lip Media podcast. Hello, chickens. It's a bonus episode. Yes, bonus with a U. I'm talking about Star Trek, Picard. welcome to the bonus star trek picard <laughs> episode of adam richard has a theory oh have i got theories jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Go to Bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, Captain Picard, Captain Picard, Captain Picard, Captain Picard, Captain Picard. Uh, Very excited to be talking about Star Trek Picard. I know I've been threatening it in the... Regular Doctor Who, Adam Richard Has A Theory episodes. Oh, by the way, if you're wondering, uh, this is going to be rude. I have pressed the explicit button uh, on the podcast feed because someone dropped the F-bomb in Star Trek Picard. Someone dropped an F-bomb in Star Trek Discovery in Season 1. I think it was Stamets, Lieutenant Stamets, and he was excited about something, so it was a good F-bomb. I'm not saying it. I know. I'm trying. I'm still trying to keep this podcast nice, but I may say the Irish version <laughs> because I laughed like a drain. So uh, let's recap briefly what happened in Star <laughs> Star Trek's episode one, and two of Picard, the first one. Captain Picard, now Admiral, retired, uh, did a TV interview with Meryn Dungy from, uh, you might know her from Big Little Lies. She is the policewoman who is investigating what happened to Nicole Kidman's face. Um, No, she's investigating the death (laughs) that happens at the end of the first series. I'm not going to spoil Big Little Lies for you. Uh, you can go and watch that yourself because it's very good, although I have not made all my way my way all the way through the second series, even though it's got Meryl Streep as the mother-in-law from hell, um, main, mainly because I, I'm waiting for Nicole to have an emotion. She's so good in the first series. And in this one, look, she looks like an ironing board. I've said that before. She It's too flat. It's freaking me out. Anyway, um, Reese Witherspoon's still good. She's also good in the morning show. This is meant to be a Star Trek podcast. Look at me, here I am on talking about up fourteen other shows. Uh, so, <laughs> the Maren Dungy is an interviewer. She used to be in uh, what's that show with Jennifer Garner? And she was the she was like an action, alias. I loved that show, J.J. Abrams. That was a good show. See another show, uh, I diversion. So Maren Dungy interviewed. Uh, Captain Picard, in what is known in the science fiction world as an info dump, uh, it was dressed up as an interview. It's like, oh, there's something happened on Mars, there was an explosion y business, there was an attack by synthetics, so all the new commander data's were bad. Uh, we had callbacks to uh, Maddox, uh, who was the guy in series two of Star Trek The Next Generation tried to claim that Data, Commander Data, was not a person, uh, was a machine and therefore property of Starfleet and had to do what he was told. There was a court case. Oh my God, it was so good. It's one of the best episodes ever, written by Melinda Snodgrass, who is one of my favourite writers. She wrote some of the best uh, Star Trek Next Generation episodes, if you want to go back. They're all on the Netflix, if you want to watch them, if you're a Netflix subscriber. Uh, So, yes, although Captain Picard and Discovery is on Netflix, but Star Trek Picard is on the Amazon Prime streaming service, which, by the way, comes included if you've got the regular Prime, you know, where you get the free delivery and stuff. Although, you know, I know people think that Amazon is the fountain of all evil. And look... The stuff you buy on Amazon, it's just Kmart in the sky. Like, there's nothing really good on there. Anyway, um, <laughs> like, seriously, there's a lot of off brand crap <laughs> on Amazon. I did the Prime Day one one year and I bought so much stuff and I sent much of it back. It's like, it's worse than shopping at Aldi. Um, anyway, so Captain Picard is like, oh man, this is what's wrong with this podcast. I, I'm, I'm a distraction looking for something to talk about. <laughs> So the first episode, Captain Picard <laughs> has uh all all like was trying to find the information about this uh girl who came to him who had a bag put on her head and they were said knock her out like the bag was gonna put her to sleep, like she's a budgie. Um and then she quickly activated and went woo! and started attacking people. I mean, her boyfriend had just been stabbed in the chest by these mysterious miscreants. By the way, it's very similar to the scene, if you've been listening to this podcast all along, where the Ruth Doctor from Doctor Who suddenly realises who she is and starts attacking the Jadoon and, like, kicking them in their rhino heads and ripping off their horns. Very, very exciting. Uh, So, yes, this happens in Picard. Um, Then this girl... Look, if you haven't watched the first episode, I'm going to spoil it for you. She explodes uh, in the first episode. Boom! And then Captain Picard finds out from Alison Pill, who was in the newsroom, um, that she's like she works with Maddox, the guy who has tried to claim the data was not real in the court case episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. It's seriously good. It's like an episode of The Good Wife in space. Oh, man, I would watch The Good Wife in space... Like there's no can someone make can someone send Alicia into outer space because I would the good wife in space would be the best thing ever. Um, So I am thoroughly, thoroughly excited that Maddox is going to make an appearance. He hasn't appeared in this episode, and then he didn't turn up in the second episode. End of the first episode of Star Trek, we had a Borg cube full of Romulans, and I'm like, what is going on here? They called it the reclamation site or the artifact in the second episode. By the way, second episode starts with a dramatisation of everything that was info-dumped in the interview, which is some synthetics, uh, some fake people, some robots that look like people, So some sort of faux daters, uh, attacked the Utopia Planitia ship- shipyards, which get mentioned a lot in Star Trek The Next Generation. That's where they built... Um, the Enterprise, I think even Seven of Nine went to Utopia Planitia in an episode of Star Trek Voyager. There's a lot of Star Trek to get through. I thought there was a lot of Doctor Who. There's a lot of Star Trek as well. I weirdly have watched it all because I'm a nerd. But yes, so the Utopia Pl- Planitia shipyards, which are on Mars, get attacked by these, these robots who are all kept in a cupboard awake and just standing there. Which also harks back to something Whoopi Goldberg said in that episode from the second series of Star Trek, because Captain Picard is like, oh, what am I going to do? How do I defend Data in this trial when I'm being the good wife in space? And Whoopi Goldberg, not on The View, she's playing a character called Guinan, Whoopi says, well, you know, history's had a bunch of disposable people. You know, you can just deal with it. And he's like, what? You're talking about slavery? Because she kind of, you know, makes the point that when humans finally managed to make sentient robots, i will be like, yeah, you just go and do what you're told. Uh, and so it looks like that happens in, in the future, in this future, that where Captain Picard, well, now Admiral, lives. Um, so, yes, that is a distressing situation, that they have no autonomy and they've got no self uh, self-determination, the poor robot people, and then something makes his eyes go wiggly, and next thing you know, the robot man, who's being hilarious, has killed everyone on Mars. Apparently it's still burning. Uh, so, yes. So, Captain Picard, n- now Admiral. Knee <laughs> ne- Admiral. <laughs> goes and talks to the Admiral in charge of Starfleet. And it's like, oh, give me a ship and some people and I'll just go and sort this stuff out. I'll go and find this other lady data. Because it' there's twins, the, meant to be the daughters. Um, and... Uh, the Admiral swears at him, uh, says effing hubris, but that's not the first time we get the F-bomb in this episode. Earlier, when uh, Orla Brady, who's playing a Romulan, Irish Romulan, that lives with Captain Picard on his vineyard, um, her and her husband, they look, looks like her husband, uh, she in her delightful Irish bro, who says cheeky fackers, uh, <laughs> and it made me laugh so... So hard. My sister and I watched Star Trek, and she rang and said, "What happened to the Romulans' hair?" And because uh, back in the old days, they all had the same haircut. Like there was one particular style that was that was popular. I thought, a maybe it was a military wig. We only ever saw the military Romulans. Um, and that's why they had that weird wig. Like, even Jim from Neighbours, when he was a Romulan in the Star Trek Nemesis movie, had to wear the wig. Uh, the other theory is, my. this is my theory, is that it was just a fashion at the time. Like, Louis Fourteenth times, you know, with the big powdered wigs, with bird cages and crap in them. Maybe the Romulans went through a phase of everyone wearing wigs and now you can be proudly bald like old mate at the vineyard or have your nice curly locks like all Brady does. Uh, who knows? Anyway, there's they're talking about the Tal Shiar, which is the Romulan CIA. And once Deanna Troy had to go undercover with the terrifying Romulan wig as a member of the Talshiar uh, in an episode, Face of the Enemy, I think it was called. It's a really good one. Um... Uh, so, and now there's the shart, v- shart, shart, v- shart v- I, don't, I I just keep wanting to say shart, the sharties, <laughs> like the evil other Romulans. Anyway, I've run out of time. We're going to have to have another bonus episode. Uh, that's bringing us up to date. There's a new episode on today, so maybe I'll do another episode tomorrow. Another bonus! Oh, we're all going to have a bonus.